welcome to the Evidence-Based Parenting Podcast. My name is Danushi and I'm a mum, psychologist and founder of Fuller Moments. Join me each week as I dive into a different parenting topic or dilemma and present you with the evidence to help you and me make informed parenting decisions. Hello and welcome to another episode. It is raining pretty heavily outside, so there might be a little ambient background noise, but today we are chatting about probiotics, and this is because it keeps coming up lately as the solution to so many child-related things. Baby crying a lot? Probiotics. Baby not sleeping? Probiotics. Toddler constantly getting sick? Probiotics. Cost of living crisis? Probiotics. Okay. So maybe the latter was just wishful thinking. But I do want to explore the first three and if evidence actually backs these claims. So I actually heard that probiotics can help babies sleep when I was in the newborn phase with my first daughter three years ago, and I gave it a go. My second born was a better sleeper from day dot, but she was loud. Often I would hear her grunting while we slept and that would keep me up. And what would wake her up in the early morning would be trying to pass gas. So... Again, I decided to give probiotics a go. For both of them, I use over-the-counter baby probiotic drops that you can find at the pharmacy. For my second born, it actually seemed to do the trick and she became a much quieter sleeper after I started it and didn't seem to struggle with gas. But it also could have been a coincidence because maybe she also just developed her gut as she grew at the same time. I don't know. And honestly, one of the reasons I didn't look into if probiotics was an evidence-backed solution because I didn't read that it did any harm and I'm all for the placebo effect. The placebo effect in this case being I had some control and could actively do things to help my baby sleep. I recently read in an online mums forum about a link between probiotics and their toddler's ability to fight off daycare bugs. And there were so many comments agreeing that yes, they saw such a difference when they started probiotics and their child started to get less sick or my child does probiotics versus this other child. And yes, all these kind of comments. And I thought, why not? Let's give it a go. So I started using probiotic powder for at the time my two-year-old because I'd stopped giving her drops probably after she turned one. And again, I verified first that it wouldn't do any harm. And if you do decide to give probiotics a go, definitely have a check for yourself with either your GP or your pediatrician or any other relevant health professional that it's okay for your child. Today, I just want to introduce you to some of the research into this space to help you make an informed decision. So before I go into how probiotics could be useful, let me first tell you what they exactly are. So essentially, probiotics are alive, good bacteria and or yeast that are naturally found in our body. Probiotics, like other good bacteria, help by fighting off bad bacteria to keep our bodies balanced. They have been linked with assisting our gut health. So now let's look into probiotics and infant crying. So there have been a few studies looking into the effectiveness of probiotics in helping babies with colic or excessive crying for no apparent reason. Because there is no definite cause for the crying, remedies can be difficult. However, there has been some research that found that there has been some gut microbial differences between infants with and infants without colic, which led to the thought perhaps by altering the gut microbiota, biota, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that one, could help actually prevent or reduce infant crying. And I found a study that actually reviewed 12 studies that looked into the link, which totaled a sample of about almost 2,000 infants under three months old. So from examining these 12 studies, the results were mixed in that half the studies suggested probiotics reduced crying and half suggested it did not. Researchers concluded that from examining these 12 studies, the probiotic L. 
rootery, apologies if that's incorrectly pronounced, may be effective for crying and exclusively breastfed babies with colic. However, there's still not enough evidence to wholly conclude that probiotics should be used to manage colic, particularly for formula-fed babies, nor does it support the claim that probiotics can prevent babies from crying. Based on this research, I would say if your baby is exclusively breastfed and struggling with excessive crying, then perhaps chat to your GP about how probiotics could help. And there's definitely more studies that examine the link between crying and probiotics versus infant sleep and probiotics. And that's perhaps because babies aren't sleeping because they're crying and thus less crying equals less sleep. But I did find one study that examined the same probiotic I just mentioned, lactobacillus returi, which found no significant impact on night sleep. So now let's look at probiotics and immunity. Earlier I mentioned that probiotics play a role in keeping the gut healthy. And because of this, it supports our immune system and our ability to fight infections. Because of these reasons, some infant formulas actually already add probiotics. A study conducted into the addition of probiotics to infant formula did indicate there was a link between the addition of probiotics and reducing the severity of diarrhea. Another study also found that it can help prevent diarrhea caused by taking antibiotics. Last year, actually, when my baby was prescribed antibiotics, both the doctor and pharmacist did recommend coupling it with probiotic drops so that it didn't impact her stomach too much. Research has indicated that because of how probiotics interact with the cells of the immune system, probiotics may actually be beneficial against immune-related illnesses such as atopic dermatitis and asthma, which is pretty incredible. But before you now go running to the store to get some probiotics, the difficulty is that no not all probiotics are the same and thus don't have the same impact. I found it confusing myself when I went to the pharmacy to pick up the probiotic drops because there were different strains available. And that's what these studies have demonstrated. The effects of the different probiotics are different and sometimes it's the combination of different probiotics together that have these positive impacts. So if there's a specific aspect of your child's health that you want to be supported by probiotics, I really recommend talking to your GP or your pharmacist about which ones could help you specifically in your chart. So if you would like to learn more about probiotics, I have linked the references to the studies I've covered in the show notes, and these studies go into more detail regarding the different strains and impacts. As always, I do hope you walk away from this podcast with a little bit more knowledge that will help support your role as a parent, and I'll be in your ears next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This is a Fuller Moments resource. Fuller Moments aims to provide you with the tools and resources to help you reflect, grow and thrive. Check out fullermoments.com for more information. And if you want more information about this podcast, join us over at Instagram at Evidence Based Parenting Podcast. See you there.